Maybe then you can see me and I can see you Maybe then we'll come together as a people Tired of the pain cause it ain't new Let's come together as a people Even if we don't share the same view Welcome to the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. On this show, we look at all problems affecting the world and we discuss how we can solve them using the character of Jesus, unity, and decentralization of resources available to us. The character of Jesus, or as I like to call them, the Jesus character principles, are principles that whether you are a Christian or not, we can all agree on these principles. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jaef.foundation. We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? What are the obstacles? What resources do we need? And what resources do we have? But most importantly, do these solutions and resources pass the character test, the nine Jesus character principles? If yes, then we move on to collaboration. What does this look like? This show is a platform to get the ball rolling on as many problems affecting the world as we can. We want to go beyond just talking about problems. So after the show, we collaborate by acting. First, we open the discussion floor to our listeners. Then we decentralize and open source all of our resources from brain power, manpower, utilities to capital. Before every episode, I like to ask our viewers and listeners, do you ever ask yourself, where are we going? Where is this world going? Time keeps on ticking, the day ends, a new dawn arises, and life goes on. But what is our destination? Do we have any global objectives that unite us when it comes to things like food, security, healthcare, education, or standard of living? It's a fair question to ask. If you work for a company or work for yourself, you have a general idea about your company's vision. Goal. So what is our goal, our overarching vision as the current residents of this planet? What role is your company, your city, your country playing in the big picture? And what role are you who's listening to this playing in this big picture? Welcome back to the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. It's end our spiritual category. 
You can find the full list of topics we shall cover under this category on our website, jf.foundation. That is j-a-e-f.foundation. In this series, we break down the human anatomy into its parts, spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit being who has a soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions, and you live in a body. We dive into the meaning and purpose of each part and how these three parts, your spirit, your soul, and your body, all work together. We talk about two distinct lifestyles, a life lived from the inside out versus a life lived from the outside in. Living from the inside out means living from your spirit outwardly, whereas living from the outside in means living from your flesh, your body, inside out. In the previous episodes of this series, we talked about the two distinct lifestyles, living from the inside out versus living from the outside in, and how these can be applied to meditation, how this affects your mental health and mental illnesses. In these next episodes, we're going to apply living from the inside out, that is from your spirit outward, to an area that is of interest to all of us. Relationships. I'll be interviewing a couple who built their relationship focusing on the spiritual character of the other person. This is contrary to how most people approach relationships today. Buckle up and let's dive in. Before they could love each other, they had to love themselves. Before they could love themselves, they had to love their Heavenly Father. Before they could love their Heavenly Father, they had to understand that He loved them first. When they believed His love for them, to them, and in them, His love that is shed abroad in their hearts by the Holy Spirit, He, the Father, that dwells in them by His Spirit, taught them how to walk in love. He taught them that before a relationship is built, first, a foundation of true love has to be built. Love is the only sure foundation for every relationship, but not any kind of love, God's kind of love. He taught them that without God's kind of love, all these relationships, business, romantic, friendship, parent to child, peer-to-peer, citizens-to-country, authority-to-citizens. Without God's kind of love, all these relationships crumble. But what is God's kind of love, they asked. He said, God loves in deed and not in word only. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. He reminded them that it was him who saved, It is not good for a man to be alone, and so he created a woman. That he who finds a wife finds a treasure and obtains favor from the Lord. So he wasn't against their romantic love. He taught them that before a lifelong romantic relationship in love, they needed to learn how to relate to each other in love. And not just to themselves, but to everyone around them. He reminded them about a new commandment he had given them in John chapter 13, verse 34. That you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. 
And in Romans chapter 13, verse 8, when he said, Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loves another has fulfilled the law. He kept teaching and showing them how to relate in love. He taught them God's kind of love is no respecter of persons. True love doesn't love at home, but hate at work. True love is not only patient at home, but in traffic also. True love isn't only long-suffering with your kids, but with the neighbor's kids also. And they kept learning and trusting him. He continued to teach them from his definition of love. He reminded them about what he had said in Romans chapter 13, verse 10. That love works no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. So he taught them that love endures long and is patient and kind to everyone. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy to anyone. Love is not boastful or vainglorious to anyone. Love does not display itself haughtily to anyone. Love is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride towards anyone. Love is not rude unmannerly and does not act unbecomingly towards anyone. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Love is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. Love takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Love does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Love is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love, God's kind of love, never fails. It never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. They were overwhelmed by his definition of love. They were overwhelmed with how to love with God's kind of love. But he reminded them, of course, they couldn't and wouldn't do it on their own. He would be there along their journey of a lifelong love. That's why they needed him in their relationship and in their hearts so that his love would be shed abroad in their hearts by the Holy Spirit. He reminded them of his words in Philippians 4, chapter 13, that they can do all things through Christ that strengthens them. They can love with God's definition of love through Christ that teaches them how to love. They were comforted. He asked, if they still wanted to learn how to love each other, they say, yes. He continued to teach them from his definition of love. He taught them that when he first loved them, he looked beyond their outward appearance, their skin complexion, race, height, weight, money, and so forth. He taught them that most people focus on physical attraction as the foundation to build love 
But what they miss is the fact that when their creator, their heavenly father, first loved them, he loved them before they were even in their mother's womb. He loved their spirit first before their spirit ever wore any human flesh. He reminded them of his words in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. He was teaching them his ways, and that his ways are not man's ways. For God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. He was teaching them that a house of love built on the outward appearance will not last. Why? they asked. He reminded them of his words in 2 Corinthians 4.16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. He told them, a house of romantic love built on the inward man, the spirit man, will always stand because the inward man can be renewed day by day. But a house of romantic love built on outward appearance, on possessions and status will eventually crumble because the outward man, the outward appearance, perishes day by day. Wow! They said, thank you, Father, for unveiling this mystery. They were glad. When they opened their eyes to look at each other once again, they were more physically attracted to each other. Sparks were flying. They weren't even in the same room. They weren't even in the same country. He laughed at them and reminded them that his ways are not man's ways. He told them, they were ready to love. They had trusted him. They had put their faith, hope, and love in him. They had asked him to teach them how to love and relate to each other. They are still learning to love, but their heavenly father has given them the confirmation that they are ready for a lifelong relationship in romantic love. My girl the other day, she told me how she's tired of dealing with all these days. She went through his phone and found that something's wrong. Like unknown names and numbers and pictures all in his phone. And I said, is that where you're supposed to be? in your heart there's no peace. He make you complete. A lot of emptiness inside. Never got a chance.
This is episode 7 of the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. In this episode, I continue the discussion with Tolu and Ruth about how they built their relationship focusing on spiritual character. We'll also dive deeper into whether the spiritual character attraction can outweigh physical attraction. We hope this episode blesses your heart, so open up your heart and mind and let's dive in. So. The question that I have for both of you now is, and you can both decide who wants to go first to answer this one, <laughs> is um, how... Uh, so, how you go my lady first? <laughs> I was going to say my lady first, but she's like, uh, she calls my name first. <laughs> <laughs> so are we are we doing the old uh, ladies first, or are you going to no, be a gentleman no, and open the door? You know? gentleman. <laughs> Uh, yes, and open the door for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, I guess this is where the secret comes out of the bag, right? Um, how? So, both of you now have both kind of dealt with this, with this whole issue of the person that I want to date should look like this, and you're focusing more on spiritual character. How then do you guys? end up finding each other how does this play a role i mean if you if you're going if you're building off of spiritual character where does the attraction even come from how how did this attraction come into play for for both of you to be like uh lord i think <laughs> there's, there's something that no because you know in the, in the culture that we live in i think a lot of people don't um even me, you know, at the very beginning, uh, I, I, you know, it's very hard to for someone to think that there can be a, an attraction and a very much stronger attraction that is built up if you're focusing on spiritual character, you know, if you're going from that from the inside out. But I, I just want to hear from you guys how, how how did this you know build that attraction enough for you guys to be like, okay, Lord, um, he, you know. Whoever wants to go first. Um, they. <laughs> Are we gonna rock paper scissors here? Um, Tolu, be a gentleman. Open the door by. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, no problem. 
Um, so the question was like, you know, how did you, how did we kind of discern? Uh, yeah. Discern, but actually, let me not go from like, <laughs> let me not say like, go to <laughs> but, um, how did you like, you know, like start feeling um, that Ruth was the one, right? Yeah. I, I, where like, did that, yeah. Like, start getting attracted to her, how did I deal with that? Yeah, is there is there something as a, a spiritual character attraction where you where you are actually where you can actually be attracted to someone's person primarily and you can I'm not gonna say that you know what they look like on the outside or or that, but it's like the thing about them is so strong and that really starts drawing you to them. What was it? What were some of the characteristics that yeah. came across? Okay, yeah. I, I just want to first say something. When you're as um, believers, if you're as you are, um, you as you are walking with with uh, with God, with Elohim, and and on, you know, in your life, it does not mean that you're not gonna find somebody like you know, <laughs> actually attractive. You know, um, I think you know He built those parts of you for a reason too. So they're gonna play a, a, a role as well, um, but they don't come first. Um, as went for me, it was like, um, <clears throat> I'd like, I, I, I'll tell you that at <clears throat> the, the point where I reconnected with Ruth, I was already, I was, um, I just, I'd already given up on trying to date anyone. So um, of course, <laughs> I would say, like, when somebody asks me, like, looking back, I'd say that, you know, the first thing that Abba led me to was to surrender dating and, and to, and not to try and do things my own way, trying to figure out from the outside. I was still, in a sense, looking for the outside characteristics, or is this person, like, just like, you know, like, okay, um, God, is it this one or is it this one or is it this one or is it this one? I was still, even when I was saved, I still went on, like, um, I still went, I still tried to enter into relationships with people and saying, uh, oh, is it this one? Is it this one? And I, I was like trying to make it work in the sense that, well, so she's a, she's a sister in the church and I'm also a brother in the church. So, and I mean, She's, she's like, she has a way with words and, um, and she finds me attractive and I find her attractive and that should be it. But we weren't on the same journey. And that was what the father was starting to show me. It's like, and then I was like, oh, okay, I, I, I get that. We're not on the same journey. Okay, let me go and try this one. And he's like, and, and, and it, the same thing, pie in my face, we're not on the same journey. So this was talking about say how people are Christian dating. It's like, oh, pie in my face. It's like, oh, father, why didn't that work? It's like, well, you're bothering about my, you're bothering about what you shouldn't be bothering about right now. You're not working with me on what I'm taking, on the journey I'm taking you on, on what I want you to be working on right now. If you leave that with me at the appropriate time, I will bring you into it. And as that happened, you know, one, not once, not twice, you know, it was just like, oh, then I, I started to understand that Abba um, 
I'm just going to leave this whole dating thing and just focus on what you have for me in this time of singleness. And it was during that point, um, that moment that, you know, the father said that, you know, follow me to what I want you to do, you know, spend more time in my presence, um, being my word, you know, serve my people. I was serving in the community um, and, and with I was serving as people and I was in, serving in church. I was also, serve, also serving a life group as well and uh, uh, to help those that are leading, um, those that are um, seeking um, God, they want to have a closer relationship to fellowship together, to pray for one another, to in different ways, you know, he began to, then he said, he led me to this, um, you know, to connect with my, my church in, in Nigeria online. And it was there that, you know, I was in this zoom meeting and <laughs> I like, I initially said I was not going to attend. I was just like, you know, if it was, it was going to be out of my way because I, I, I live in Canada and it's like, it's, it, I'll be, it'll be way into the night. And so I was like, well, once I'm done with what I'm doing, if I still feel like it, I'll attend. But, you know, internally, I just got this nudge, you know, you just go, you don't know what you expect there, you know? And so I went and I went into this meeting and I, I you know, it was a good meeting, but, um, it was a three, three, three day meeting. And on the second day, someone caught my eye that I had not seen in years. And <laughs> someone caught my eye, she didn't even turn on her camera. And, you know, <laughs> she didn't turn on her camera, but her name was striking to me. And I was like, and, and it's like, oh, well, I, I, should, um, I should hit her up on Instagram again and see, and see how she's doing. And so I hit her up on Instagram. I was like, hey, you know, like we're waiting. It was like kind of the break period between the, this meeting and the next meeting. And we were like, I, I was like, hey, I don't know. I, I never really, I never do that all the time. But um, I just got this kind of like feeling. I just, hey, we should do a video call. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, sure. And, you know, knowing her now like she never does that <laughs> she never does that so we did this video call and that was where she like we started to discuss and then the way there's certain attributes about her character spiritually um and well physically um, in terms of like um like her intellect and everything that was what struck me because she's a very smart woman um and i just kind of like I got drawn to that first of all because she was she was on this pathway of life that I was on in terms of like you know business thinking and all those things. So we we set up a meeting for that. Of course, um, it got to as we go into this meeting, then it got we got to talk a lot more than business. We talked more about her journey on faith, and then you know we were just friends for a while, and then you know the feeling started to grow in terms of like we're spending time and we had these kind of um, common interests as well um she we love fitness and, and and you know health and all these things and and so we bonded over those things as well we worked out together and so the feelings started to grow of course you know how you know how it keeps going i can keep going on this story this story is a long one but anyway, <laughs> i'm just like you know um, I'll just leave it there at this moment. But you know, how did I get attracted to her? It was 
<laughs> it started with you know it didn't go the way I actually thought attraction would actually go. It it went the way that you know as these things kind of started to come, these feelings started to come with her. I was actually skeptical of the feelings because I was like, "What? I'm not doing this." I was telling, I was telling God, "I'm not the one doing this. What's going on here?" Like, and then he's like, "It's it's all right." And I got confirmation by you know sharing with her brother, and you know who who is married. By the way, I think you should do that if you're going through those kind of things. Share with people that are married and that are in your walk with that and with God as well. So he shared his own experience and that kind of normalized things for me. So I told her, I went back and I told Ruth how I, like how I felt. I said, you know, like, um, I, I'm just kind of, I'm just seeing, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm still observing it because I'm, I'm myself, I'm not too sure because I like this whole new experience for me, but you know, you know, the rest now is <laughs> history. The rest. <laughs> <laughs> There's before, been a little more, but <laughs> before before the rest is history. <laughs> this there's, there's some things we need to ask before you know the two of you get into your car and you just ride off to um I don't even where wherever. Um you gotta answer some questions before that happens. So you say it was the second day of the meeting and someone caught your eye it was her name it was her name yeah and her, and her camera wasn't even on so you <laughs> was really cool. on. they were like they're like four roots <laughs> so on the call. and <laughs> it was her name that caught my eye i just i did i, I, I today I, you asked me what what explained it i i just i was just drawn she wasn't even on the first page just like even on the second page you know when you're on zoom and you have like a huge group there you can have 700 people yes there were more than 100 people on that call and i was scrolling i think she was the second or third page and i was like huh that's a, that's a name i haven't seen before i should message her <laughs> did did you know did you know that it was her I knew I knew that it was her, but I was like, no, that's a, that's a name I haven't seen before because I know her name and her surname. She, there's no other, you know. Um, okay. Yeah. Now, now the the other the other follow up question for you is, how long had it been since you two had last seen each other and you two had spoken before that Zoom call? Um, physically, we haven't seen each other in like um, more than eleven years. Um, Wow. That when last we spoke was about well now we're in 2021. I'd say we spoke in like three years ago. Last time. Last time that we spoke was probably three years ago. Wow. So physically, no, you had you, you hadn't seen each other for Zoom call for more than you said you say it was about eleven years? Yeah. Okay and spoken for about three years. And I guess we'll get to the final stage uh, along this journey from singleness, dating, being engaged, courting, and, and marriage. We'll, 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 we'll eventually talk about at what stage both of you are. But it's really interesting that you 
So, I mean, this is like seeing someone when you're both in high school, like there's a lot of changes and that, that really goes for me, that really shows that what was coming out, what you were hearing with your ear get overpowered, I guess what you were, you know, what you were seeing with your eye get, because mm. I, I don't know of a lot of people right now who are, you know, getting into relationships and dating and getting to the stage where you guys are at right now, which we'll eventually talk about. And they haven't seen each other in, in, in 11 years to some people that will be like, well, I, 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 I need, I need, I need, of course, but you, I mean, I guess Instagram did help out a little bit. So you probably went on there and, and uh, did the old, you know, scroll, click and scroll. And, and so, but yeah. still, <laughs> but still, I mean, you, you still, you still depending, I guess, on, you know, pictures, like you haven't seen them um, uh, in person, but so then you, you guys started to talk. I'm, I'm curious before, like the feeling started to develop, what was the thing that you guys are talking about that during these interactions, what, like, what were your conversations centered around? Um, is, is it still like focused on me or? <laughs> um, we, we, I, I want to, I want to first deal with you before we. we, we... <laughs> Thank you, Colin. All right. Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so we're focusing on, so three, three, several aspects we're focusing on. Mainly we focused on like, kind of like um, our past experience, like in terms of like, you know, catching up, we had a lot of catching up to do as well. Yeah. Um, and we also had, um, where we spoke, we focused on our, you know, business, just one of the core, one of the big things. And we also focused on, um, we talked about our, our walk, um, because that was also a part of it because our journey, our past, ex our experiences led us to even talk about our, you know, our, our lifestyle currently. And then, you know, what, you know, the father has been doing there. And, um, we also focused on, yeah, fitness. Um, we talked. Uh, that was one part that I got to know that, you know, um, she need she wanted an accountability partner and and she cared a lot about health and well being and so and so that was where this kind of thing came. To, just the idea popped in our in my mind that hey, you know. Um, since I had a like I had I was more consistent, I could be her trainer, you know, online, and mm -hmm. um, so we did that for a while, and we we still do that ever so often. I mean, last last couple of weeks have been kind of slacky because, <laughs> anyways, I'll get into that one. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Oh come on. <laughs> Uh, just changing our schedules kind of different so um, i'll say for the better part of the this year I've, i mean we've, we've been bouncing off um fitness energy so um it's been a good thing it it's 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 really amazing that you go from okay trying to do things you know uh, what you would previously do and then you you go back and you go back to the father 
and, and basically you get a new wiring, mental rewiring. It's like your mind is rewired about how you can appreciate people. You start to appreciate internal beauty and now you get to a place whereby uh, you have more confidence in someone uh, studying something with someone that you haven't seen in 11 years, haven't spoken to in three years. And, uh, and, and it looks like, you know, it's, it's only, it, it's just continuing to grow very strong. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it, it's a testament to the new foundation that you had to lay, which was, I'm going to receive confirmation first from, from the inside person. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. The, the piece about this person is going to come from, what what just gauging off of their spiritual character and and of course you know the other things also you know come into play like you know the same passions that you guys share and whatnot but it's very interesting it's very i think this is encouraging to a lot of people out there who are even planning you know would desire to be in a relationship but they haven't you know, seeing each other or, but it's, it's, it's more about, it's encouraging to if someone's listened to this, whoever's listened to this and, and you're wondering if it's even possible, you're just hearing about uh, Tolu and Ruth who, whose relationship is just blossoming, but we're getting to know that the foundation that they had to build is different. So mm-hmm. I just want to get a different perspective. Ruth, tell me. Yeah. Because I want to make sure, because they, they're just saying that there's his side of the story, their <laughs> side of the story, and there's the truth. So I want to see if the truth lines up with... <laughs> we want to get the history and the her story. And the history <laughs> and the history. And then day story. <laughs> <laughs> so... So now your mind has changed and now you're considering, you're focusing more on spiritual character. Just kind of, how did this Zoom call play out? And what mm-hmm. even gave you the confidence to say, yeah, let's do the video call. <laughs> I mean, we, I, should, I should even say that he lives in Canada and you live in Hungary, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah, so how... What was this? What was the assurance? Where did the confidence come from? Um, so I, I would say, first of all, he, he's not a stranger. So it's we grew up together, like he said. So the assurance came from, first of all. But secondly, like he said, I never actually do video calls with anyone who isn't really like my family member. And uh, <laughs> So it it was, or maybe my close friends, but it's really rare, very rare, especially if it's the opposite sex. Like I I, I rarely do that. So um, when he asked for that, he actually forgot to say the part where I said, um, sure. But I I remember that it was during the Christmas period. So I think that was the 23rd, either the 23rd of, of December 2020. So I remember I was in bed. Mm-hmm. all day so I remember I said that well um I have my hair bonnet on so uh, you know like I have no makeup and all that stuff so if you don't mind <laughs> I remember I said that and then he's like yeah sure so I just put that there I was like yeah sure I mean for me I felt like it would it would be great to see um a friend again because it's been 
a lot of years. And like you said, the last time we spoke was about 2018, rather. So it was a long time. So for me, it was like, oh, you know, it'll be good to catch up. But let me even see what he looks like. <laughs> so that was see, see if he's grown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See if he has a gun license, you know. <laughs> So this is just me being very, very sincere. I just wanted to see, oh, let me see what he looks like. Like, it's been years. I'm sure he's all grown now and all that stuff. So that's what made me, um, that was why I was bold enough. Maybe, first of all, because he was no stranger. I mean, it's been a long time, but still, come on. We we kind of grew up together. So he was no stranger. And yeah, that's that that's the first. And secondly, I wanted to see, oh, yeah, what's he up to? Too? What does he look like? So, um when we had the call um it was actually a pretty great conversation so it was like everyone was their their self like he was himself i was myself so no one was trying to form <laughs> mm-hmm. so no one was forming or doing extra because we didn't have anything in mind it was just like two old friends coming together and saying hey you know um, you're also on this call and I'm on the call, you know, what have you been up to this and that and that. And sincerely, when we spoke for, for, I think it was a couple of hours, we actually spoke for the hours that we were on uh, recess before the next uh, session. So that means it was great conversation. <laughs> we, almost, we had a great conversation. So which was actually good for me that I could have a good conversation with someone just talking about business and life, you know, catching up, like you said. And another thing that attracted me that wanted us to have another call was when we talked about business. So I was really interested in business. Like every, I don't know if every other woman is like me, but I want to make extra money. I want to retire early. So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, you heard that. It's it's on the airwaves. It's on the airwebs. <laughs> this this word has gone out and cannot come back. Yes, I will. <laughs> I want to retire early. So of course I want to I want to make some passive income. So I got interested when we started talking about business. So that really interested me. And that's where we had to you know schedule a call about that. And like you said, conversation led to one conversation. And just to say, I never thought about anything whatsoever. <laughs> I literally saw Tolu as my brother, like really. <laughs> so there was nothing, you know, in my head about, oh, you know, this is what he looks like. Or that. No, it was just purely, you know friendship and I saw him as a brother so we kept on talking and um we you know started doing fitness together so we would walk out together and then after working out we would spend more time talking to each other so before then I just want to also mention that I have a list or yeah I still have a list but I I had already made a list of values that I wanted in a man so I'm not saying that every woman needs to list out, but I think that every woman needs to have certain values that she wants in a man. So, and this values, um, and this list of mine didn't actually have um, anything that has to do with, you know, the outward appearance. 
So I made sure that they didn't put any, oh, he has to be dark, tall, handsome, and all that stuff. No, I did have a list of what I wanted in a man. Like, you know, uh, does he rejoice in his relationship with God? Um, you know, does he serve others? You know, a lot of, is he generous? There are a lot of things that you would just find out from your own work with God, you would know. And I know that some people always ask like, oh, but there's some people who pretend, how would you know who's real? But like someone, so I've heard someone say, a real one will always know a real one. So if you're real, you definitely know someone who is real. So I already made that list. And like I previously said, I already prayed that I wanted to be this particular person that I wanted. Or not, I mean, I'm not there yet, but growing to be that. So that was my heart desire also, that as I wrote that list of values that I wanted in a man, I also prayed that God would also, you know, imbibe those values in me. That I'll also be that woman that that man wants in his life. So um, it was when we started talking and having conversations and sharing, you know, our experiences and our walk and our past, you know, experiences, I started to observe these things, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, I just so, observed. <laughs> so you're, you're just observing, so yes, you're having this, was, you, you're having this. Prayerfully, prayerfully observing. <laughs> prayerfully observing. And so how, how, how long did it take before he started checking off some boxes? Well, but it wasn't, it was as we, as, as it kept going, of course, I would ask some questions. So there's some questions you ask, you want to know where that person's at, but don't ask in a very straightforward way. <laughs> but there's some questions you would have to ask that, you know, what does this person think? So it could be like a conversation you're having about something, or it could be some words that he would say, you would just catch that that oh okay this is what he believes in or this is what he you know he likes to do you know what is his take on this or that so it could just be like oh what is your take on this and that and you know you hear so that's what i'm saying prayerfully okay uh, observing yeah and i remember that before then let me just note that i had already prayed i had been praying for the man. So it's not like I just sat down. I've always been praying and um, bringing it before God, like, you know, deep down I knew and I know that I always said that I wanted the purpose, like your perfect purpose for my life, your perfect will for my life. That's what I want. So uh, regardless of who he was or where he was from, I mean, like we're not even from the same, um, you know, <laughs> tribe so to say, <laughs> from Nigeria. Yeah. So it's not like I said, oh, I, I have to marry someone who is from this um, certain um, place in Nigeria or that place. No, to the point that I even said that if he's a white man, as far as this, you will. But that white man has to have some sort of African. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But I, I was open to God as to, you know, I want your perfect will for me because I started to understand the purpose of marriage and the person who created marriage is God. So who else am I going to lean on to for the perfect will for my life? I mean, he created me, so he knows who that perfect fit is for me. 
So I don't even know myself. That's why I kept saying I really do not know myself as much as I do. So how would I know someone else? I mean, he sees the heart of man, so he knows what's best for me. But as long as I surrender to his will and keep obeying him also, then I will walk in line with his will. So that's what I kept doing also. So I've been praying before he even came around. So I already had some, I don't want to go to spiritual, but I had some certain dreams already (laughs) regarding to him. Yes, even way before, um, I think sometime early last year before he came around. So the pieces started adding up when he came around. And I don't know if I should also say this, that um, he wasn't actually the first person. (laughs) So I had like, (laughs) so I'm just saying it maybe for other ladies, but because they could be like five guys or seven guys asking Mm. you or, you know, going this way, but having to know who exactly is that person. And these people were not, they were not unbelievers. They're actually believers also. So it's just something that I and Tolu were talking about, that it's the person suitable. That's what he said. I will find a help me suitable for you. So that man could be, you know, prayer filled and all of that, but he's not suitable for you. So that's why we have to go back to God to say, okay, is this you? You know, is this the man that is suitable for me? And he will speak to you. Just the same way. And because he speaks to me through more with dreams, because he's been speaking to me already before. So it's not going to be different now that I want him yeah. to speak to me concerning my husband. So it wasn't different. It was the same way he has always been speaking to me. And of course, going to council. So I would say for, for me also, I went back to my friends, my godly sisters. We prayed and we kept praying. So I just kept praying. <laughs> And I kept surrendering to him as we kept talking. Yeah. I kept praying and until he finally, and when he actually, you know, came out and told me how he felt, I already knew. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but I knew. But, wow. So um, just yeah. a, uh, so many. Uh, I know. I to, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm saying I want you to get like this. There's, a, there's some critical points that you say there. That maybe I want yeah. I want to capture and then you and then you can keep going. You say okay. um, you say you say something about that you you had values you had a list and and you were prayerfully you know looking at it and and that, that there was nothing physical on that list. It was more about mm-hmm. the spiritual character, the values, and 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 all of that. Yeah. But but also you're talking about because because I know this is you say that there was other people in the picture and they were all, they were all believers, but your, your thing was, is he the one for my purpose? And I think, yeah, I I, I personally also believe that there is not just one person that you can get married to, you know, but it comes down, I think to, because there's a lot of, you know, awesome people. I think it comes down to who is the best fit for your purpose in this yeah. in the sense of like if you team up with this person man you're gonna definitely you know like go through the finish line like first place you can you can still be with another person and you'll end up on the podium but you might get bronze you might not get gold and and so what what was the thing that really 
uh, kind of confirmed to you that, you know, he's he's the person that will get me gold. And, and you know, we're, we're saying that, you know, he's the person that if you team up with, this mm -hmm. is the thing that is really going to uh, help you in accomplishing your purpose that God is there for your life. Yeah, so the things were, that's why I said, first of all, the first question you asked was, um, finding my identity in Christ first of all so it, it, that's what I had to do first of all because I remember even before we met again um, that's one thing that God actually made me go back to as to finding my identity in him um, what has he called me to to be and also the values that he, that he that I had as to yeah. seeing that in that man. So that's what um, that's what attracted me to him, like in the sense of like even visions. <laughs> so there are certain visions that I already had or certain things that I'm already working in that I already saw in him that he was doing. So like um, the aspects of bringing glory to the kingdom. So let me say, for instance, um, don't want to blow my horn, but <laughs> um, okay. Let me say, for example, um, maybe a lady who likes to serve. Um, you know that you've been called to the area of service, and then you meet a man who also sees that you know he's been called in that area of service or of giving or you know of leadership, but is also in line with yours. So you, you would, I don't know how to explain it, but you would know because that's the area that God has called you to. So it will be so easy for you to also uh, recognize that, okay, these are the values that I've prayed or that God has shown me that, or these are the things or responsibilities that he has shown me that he wants me to do for his kingdom. And mm. then he opens my eyes because I, it's not by my own doing. He's the one who opened our eyes to see each other. Because like I said, I already saw him as my brother, like really. <laughs> can, can I? Can I? I've, I've, I've been. I've, I've been. I've been meaning to just kind of just plug this in every time you said that. If it wasn't for the power of God, you would have been another no. person that stayed in the brother zone. So we gotta give God some praise here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, if you're listening to this show and you're curious, how do you get out of the brother zone? Come to Jesus. Jesus is the only. I'm telling you, there's people that. There's people that probably lost houses and, they, you know, <laughs> there's, there's people that have paid off mortgages before they've come out of the brother zone. So, <laughs> so we just want to thank Jesus, King Jesus. Thank you um, for doing it for my brother because we wouldn't be here talking. Wow. I mean, it's, yeah. I, it's, it shows it's impeccable your personality and your character how you're able to really isolate this and say i am not gonna think anything else like uh, you know he's my brother and and until father notice like that's how i'm gonna see them and and um it's no, um she's not she's not like saying the the full thing and i still make fun of, i i have made fun of her for this she actually <laughs> 
<laughs> she actually thought that I was um, like it goes way more than just the brother like kind of brother thing. She actually thought because she has a younger brother. <laughs> she actually <laughs> thought that I was her younger brother's age, and her younger brother is like he <laughs> 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 was younger than younger than me. Uh, I mean, not two years younger than her, and you know, and and we're only eleven months apart. She's older by eleven months, so. <laughs> so she, so you were not just like, 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 bro, like you were young, bro. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like little bro because you know. <laughs> and so, so I had to ask her, like, how old do you think I am? <laughs> Listen. She's like, oh, I didn't. I thought you were like Joshua's age. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, listen. I if we if we were still in the Old Testament days, I'll tell you, brother, you need to take a thousand bulls to the altar. <laughs> this is like little bro. You made it from little bro zone. This is not just the bro zone. This is like. Hey guys, just I hope you know that these impossible things they happen in the world. You may have tribulations, but come to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's right. So I think that was the more reason why I didn't even look at that at him in that. <laughs> wow, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> In the next episode, we'll continue the discussion with our guests, Tolu and Ru, on the subject of building a relationship on a foundation of spiritual character. We'll talk about what spiritual character traits convinced both Tolu and Ruth that they were ready to enter into this union. Up until they got engaged, they followed the wise words of King Solomon. I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, promise me O women of Jerusalem, daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you that you never again attempt to stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Do not awaken love until the time is right. Tolu and Ruth didn't even have the labels of boyfriend and girlfriend. They just stayed as friends until they got engaged. This was episode 7 of the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. Your host for today was Calvin Kabanda. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. I need your energy.